Hi everyone, welcome to Rome Book Pod, and this month we're talking about platonic friendships, and I have Nicole Reese as my guest. She's the author of 10 books, and her latest book was released on February 23rd, and it's called Key to Your Heart. Hey Nicole. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, as much as, as best as I can, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so, we're talking about friendships this month and when this topic came up I immediately thought of your book but it's the one I thought of was a valentine's day a valentine's chocolate murder yeah that's the one and it's funny because that's the one I thought of because I'm gonna be honest like when I would read romances and most of these books were primarily written by white authors And I used to always hate the friends in the book. I used to hate every single friend because like the way the friendships were, either the heroine didn't have any friends and every friend she met was somebody the hero knew or Mm -hmm. the friends were used as a way to push the romance forward. Like the, the, to me, the heroine never had anyone who was really like her friend and there for her, you know, sure she was okay. So when I read that one and the friend had let Brianna go to her, uh, the friend who she was talking to on the phone and the one who gave her the ticket, that was the same friend, right? Same friend, yeah. So when I had read it and she Brianna told her she met this man and she was like, girl, let me look him up to make sure he ain't crazy. <laughs> and he ain't got no baby mama drop. That was so funny to me. I was like cracking up and I was like this are what friends are supposed to do in books they supposed to back their homegirl up like <laughs> she like I'm all good for you to go there and have a good time but don't be meeting no murderer you know <laughs> exactly I just was like that was so funny to me and I, I that was like once I got I was like oh this book gonna be good because I was like that part was so funny Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you liked it. I mean, a lot of my friendships are based on the friendships I have in real life. Like, there's no way I can meet a stranger man and tell my best friend and her not be like, okay, where does he live? What's his name? What's his IG? Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, and that's exactly how, like, you know, like, I would read books and the heroine would be like, I met this guy, but I'm not so sure. They were like, just go for it. Like, wait a minute, you're supposed to weigh the pros and cons with it. You just ain't supposed to tell her, go out with this strange man. Like, we got a friend who's that. We need to have Right. Yeah. So when you write a book, like, I wrote a question down. I don't even know what it said. I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> That's how like, who's, now. You'd be like, no, who's writing is this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so like you said, you uh, write friends in books, like how people you know. But mm-hmm. how much? How do you decide how much role you're gonna give a friend in a book? Like, like how do you decide what kind of like is she gonna be play a small part or is it gonna be focused kind of on the friendship or like how do you decide how much you want to give? Because you want to have like whatever your main plot is, your romance or whatever other thing you want it to be. But you also want to, I think like showing the friendship for the heroine gives you an insight to her mind because a hero is going to look at her a certain way. She's going to look at herself a certain way, but a friend is going to look at her a different way than she sees herself and the hero sees her. So how do you decide like how much you're going to give of that friendship in that book? 
Well, I try to make it as close to real life as possible. Um, so I think in my personal life, I have really close friendships with a lot of people. So I think that I try for it to mimic my real life as well. I think having close friendships play a really big role in my life. So I kind of, I guess, put that in books a lot. I guess I, it's not really like a percentage or how much, but definitely if the friendship moves the story along, if it gives some like comedic relief or um, definitely pushes the plot along, um, I think that's how I determine whether or not the friendship gets put into the book. It definitely has to push the story along in some way. Yeah. So your other book is a lot more focused on friends pushing 30. So you have three friends and they're basically all, they're coming towards the same age, but they're all at different spots in their lives. So you have, how do you pronounce her name? Zahira. Mm-hmm. Some people say Zahira. I pronounce it Zahira. That's because what she said in the book, she said somebody said her name wrong. And then I couldn't remember. I said, now how was I saying it? Like, like, once I saw it written out, and I and then I was like, was I saying it that way, or was I saying it another way? And then I couldn't remember. I was just like, I'm just going to be called her Z. Yep. <laughs> so she was, you know, she was a blogger, um, like, becoming, like, a big media blurred. She reminds me, and it's funny, because, like, the way her character was, I follow a lot of people like that on Twitter, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is exactly that type of character. Like, I know exactly what she's saying and all this. So she was, like, at this point in her life where she was kind of, she had, like, were was kind of making a decision of, like, who, she, like, in her business life, did she want to go forward with still doing the blog stuff? Was she going to show a different side to her blog? She had a lot of personal stuff going on, too. Mm-hmm. And then you have Terry, who's the mom of the group. And she has kids and she, and I can relate to Terry because I had kids young, but I think I wish kids or people I know. I'm like, I need them to have some kids so then we can, so then they can't be going out and I'm at home. We right. can all go out at the same time or we can all be home at the same time. <laughs> but she was, you know, she had two kids and then she had a brand new baby and she was kind of like at a crossroads in her life because it was like, does she do she want to have a career or is just being a mom enough or do she even like these kids? Which I think a lot of people, <laughs> sometimes you do get at that point where it's like, do I even like kids? Like, I have all these kids and I don't like kids, you know? And then you had Camille who was just like this prim proper person and like she couldn't be spontaneous to save her life, like, you know? So they, but they're all friends, but they're all kind of at this point where it's like, you know, how to move forward and stuff. And one thing I liked about them was when you talked about the comedic value of the friends. So like they supported each other, but when they were together, they had fun too. Cause the part where they had went up to Terry's son's school to confront them boys, I was rolling. I I, I know my son was like, what is she laughing at? Because when Zahir said, you know I keep that thing on me. I was like, I know he did not tell me this. And then they had 
had the mask on backwards and all that stuff. And, oh my gosh, that was so funny. It was hilarious. I, I was like, I don't know how she wrote this, but she got me down. Like, which one of y'all is Michael? Or what she called Mitchells? She ain't got the kids' things. They ain't nothing. That was so funny. Yes. But funny is that that was the first thing I wrote in that book. <laughs> It was just absolutely ridiculous, and I had to get it out of the way. So I was laughing the whole time. So that makes me feel good that somebody else was laughing with me. Yes, I was rolling. So what made you decide to make one book with all three rather than give each character their own book? I think the way you wrote it, it really reminded me of how I used to, how a lot of the old older black books I read back in the day, how they were like, it would have, it wouldn't be focused on one person. It might have a group of sisters or a group of friends and it would tell everybody's story in that one book. But now I think a lot of people are leaning towards, they'll write one book about this person and then another book about this person, you know, what, how did you, why did you decide to do one book about all three rather than split it up? Well, um, the overall story was about three friends turning 30. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think giving each of them their own book kind of maybe would have taken away from the whole point of the story, which was three friends turning 30 together, Um, Mm -hmm. kind of um, showing how their lives change, how their lives take different turns, but also still being friends, still being, you know, close to each other, still maintaining their friendships but also going through so many things personally before they hit this milestone, I guess, in their lives. I really wanted the looming birthday to be kind of like the vehicle in the story, less so than, I wouldn't say the characters, but I wanted it to be more like their journey together towards turning 30. And I think Mm -hmm. it just each, giving them all a separate story kind of would have taken away from that, I think. I, right, I right. Uh, it, it, it took a lot, you know, putting all those people's stories together, you know, making it flow seamlessly. But I definitely, I'm glad that you said it reminds you of old um, books because that makes you feel good because I definitely read Waiting to Exhale so many times and all those like older, you know, friends, sister friends books. So um, I'm glad it worked out. So. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. Like I said, because sometimes when I read books about friends, it's not the friendship. It it seems very like a lot of times I'll read books and it seems like the friends would be pushing somebody to be out of their comfort zone. But I'm like, if that's your friend, you know what they like, what they don't like. Like when Camille was drinking and and Zahira was like, girl, your face is red. So I know you drunk because you know. She knows her friend don't drink like that. And she knows that that's kind of out of character for her. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't understand, like, in books why they would try to make... But, like, they would do this... I know they, you know, in my mind, I would know they're doing it to push the story forward. But I'm like, why would you use a friend in that way, you know, to to push this? It should be within that character to push the story forward, not you making a friend, you know, oh, well, go... Like, how she decided to go home with um, Jamal. It wasn't the friend like go home with that guy, girl. Just go ahead and go. You mm-hmm. know, it was her decision, and she just was like, you know, that's not normally you, you know. But I'm a, if you say you gonna do it, just call me when you get in the house, you know. 
<laughs> it was more like a supportive role rather than somebody forcing, like not forcing, but you know, pushing them to make the story go forward. But mm-hmm. yeah, that book was really good. I I enjoyed it, and even though we're talking about platonic friendships, I think that Chris was like a really good friend, even though that was the rom- romantic relationship, but. Even before they got to that, he was just like really supportive of her. And he was like, I still I liked him. He was so good. He was just a nice guy, an all-around nice guy. I agree. That you, I like the that's hard to find. She was a fan first. <laughs> right. Of Zahira's work and stuff like that. So his like supportive role was kind of like it was easy for him to like parlay into being close to her supportive role because he had already been a fan of her work for so long. So I love Chris. He's one of my favorite guy characters. He is. When he came back to the game, I was like, oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> and she was like, I was like, he came back. That was just the sweetest thing. And he came back for somebody else that wasn't the heroine. I was like, oh, no. And then especially like even when you think about her perception of the people, um, Zahir's perception of the people in her town, that she, because she was so upset with her father, but she didn't realize that that town, they really cared about her, you know, because even the girl, she talked mess about that girl, though, her yeah. old, old classmate, but she was like, you know, these people, they like you, even like the fellow blogger, she was like, you don't understand, that person really admires you, mm-hmm. but I think, too, when you're so used to someone putting you down you can't see that these friendships are out there in the world and that there are people there that want to support you and it's not just like a one-sided thing but I get why she was the way she was though because yeah yeah, I probably would have been like this I'm realizing like the things that she thought you know all this time the lies or the truths I guess that she had been telling herself were actually you know lies they weren't true you know the the people in her family weren't I mean in her town weren't country bumpkins you know what I mean like right weren't you know mean people or whatever they were actually very supportive of her and they were excited to see her come back and you know that sort of thing so I think it just her going back home was like a change in her um her attitude her perspective and really seeing like herself in the eyes of other people right right and I think that's kind of like how a friend should be in the book they should be there to show you like like I said to show you that other side of that person because you're not going to see that if you're just just with the um heroine and the hero you're not going to see that other side because somewhat we even in books I think because of how we are so even when people write them they're going to somewhat put on this kind of facade towards this person that they're dating where they're not showing the whole person but like I said your friends they know you and even still like with their friendships there are some things that you still kind of hold close to your chest that you don't tell your friends because like each of them were going on had stuff going on with themselves but sometimes they're like hey let me check in with my girls because they're like we haven't had time out since since she had the baby you know and then like when um Terry was in the hospital even though that was her friend, she really was feeling like, I don't even want them to be here. Like, mm-hmm. but let me put on this happy face, you know, so we can just get it over with. Right. But like, like I said, sometimes it's stuff you even hide from friends. But yeah, it, that book was really good. Though. 
like I said, it's I'm, I can't remember the name of the book. It was years and years ago. It had a lot more drama though. I believe it was like a Kimberly, a Kimberla Lawson Roby book, okay. but it was about three friends and. One of the friends, she had an abusive mother, but it was like it went way further into how that went rather than was the hero story. That book was wild. Okay. I, I cannot remember the name of it, but it that's what it read. It reminded me of an updated contemporary, not as drama because you know, some of them books back in the day, it'd be like drama, drama. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't as. <laughs> And this one had more of a, it had a happier ending than that book, but it really reminded me of that because it was the same kind of dynamic and stuff. But yeah, it was really good. This is a series of books that I read. Um, are you, you, you probably know him. You, I've heard of Alexandra House, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she has a series of books called, um, it's the Love After series and it's, books in the series higher love made to love and real love mm-hmm. and that's about three friends but each each book has a different a different heroine like each book is about a different person and and when I was thinking of these books and after I was like oh my gosh I was like I really like found like a um that I noticed because in um your book Zahara was like a pop culture blogger and in Alexandra House's book, her heroine was a travel blogger. And I just was thinking, like, I noticed, like, a lot of Black authors are doing, like, more internet-type, you know, having people having those type of jobs, which you wouldn't consider as a typical job. But when you think about it, that's what people are doing nowadays. Like, those are the type of jobs they're having. More and more I just was like, that is so yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. More and more people are influencers and don't have, like, conventional nine to fives anymore so they're definitely out traveling the world blogging vlogging you know so way more people are doing influencer lifestyle things so when I see it in books I'm like okay (laughs) right I'm always like that's like gives me like an extra like it feels even more like I hate when people say relatable or realistic but it feels like oh these are people I might know because like it's just like it feels so current. Like mm-hmm. this is this is the way it is now. Like we're gonna have to move away from some of the stuff. Cause like sometimes when I read stuff and and I'm like, well, why wouldn't they just look that up on the internet or something like that? Like <laughs> they could Google that. Like you know, it's something that's an issue. And I'm like, that really wouldn't be an issue nowadays. Cause you could just do this or do that. Yeah. Like I was I was watching um I was watching some show on T. Oh, it was like a a crime show. You know, that's your other, your other passion. <laughs> that's what I think. Crime. So I was in, um, it was, um, they were talking about this murder that happened in like 84 or something like that. And, um, the guy said his girlfriend was missing. And when he went to talk to the police, he said, she told me, um, she wouldn't be in touch with me for a few days. Cause she had to do this stuff. And I was like, why she can't call somebody? Cause she got to do this stuff. I'm like, that don't even make sense. And I was like, Oh, cause like you had to be home phone call. Yeah, right next to the phone. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I'm like, now it makes sense. I'm uh, like, cause the daylight, just because you ain't gonna <laughs> I'm like, 
like today, like just because you had to do this stuff don't mean you can't call somebody. Then I'm like, oh, because like maybe he wasn't home and then she wasn't home. You had to be. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> but I just was like, yeah, so I like this whole updated type of, you know, things that were considered kind of like, because even like, like how um, Zahira and Chris were saying they, we're kind of getting made for oh what she said her mother called it white people stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you know that's how we do. Like you up there doing that what listen to them white that white music. <laughs> Anything they understand. Right. Yeah, I just really enjoyed that book. And Thank you. this is not related to friendship, but I just have to talk about your other books because they are so and I just was like randomly thinking about this when I thought about your books because a lot of people say like they want they want to read more cozy mysteries but with sex and I'm like your books are kind of like cozy mysteries but it's not in the same because like I guess a normal cozy mystery would be like somebody in a small town or whatever you you do it, but you just flip it a different way. You just flip it where it's yeah. just like people that happen to be in this situation, and then it's like some stuff happens yeah. that's a crime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's they just get involved in it, and they yeah. really don't want to be involved in it, but they involved in it. right at all. You know, they just so happen to be in this crazy situation out of nowhere. You know, there was not any sort of involvement in it at all. Um. So I guess you're right. It wouldn't be a cozy mystery only because there is sex on the page and there sometimes is blood. But, you know, I just, I wanted to write short, sweet, cute, funny mysteries. And, you know, I guess I can't really say it's a cozy, but it's mine. So Yeah, it has that, to me, it has that cozy feel. But yeah, it does to me too. I mean, I, yeah. love, I love stuff that's like cute, short you know funny one of my favorite series is not short but one of my favorite um cozy series is um the hannah swenson series i can't think of, like the where she makes the bakery she bakes the items or whatever and it's always like a food title or whatever so that's oh, kind of where uh-huh. i've got the idea from is that like okay i want to make something like this but i want it to be with black people so right right because you're one i think it's called a mustard-based murder. The yeah. one with the preacher. Yeah. I was like, this book, I'm, and it's, I said, how this short book got 50 twists and turns? Because it was this, and then it was this, and then you find out. I'm like, wait a minute. It was, and then, like I said, because it's not like the um, person is looking for it. Like, in that book, the heroine just happened to be there, and she hear this stuff going on in the background. It's like, yeah. she don't even want to be involved. Right. Like she got her own issues going on, yeah. and then she finding out all the stuff about people she don't know. Right, but right. that one was so yeah. funny. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. And oh. that's another thing. Like you put that, and like the humor. Like sometimes I feel like people put humor in books, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna write this, and I'm gonna make people laugh. And I'm like reading it, like that's not funny to me though. But like the way you put it in there, it's like a regular conversation. 
and it just be fun because that's the kind of humor like sometimes people be like girl you crazy but like we just be talking about regular stuff and we just be cracking up laughing because we be saying other stuff in it but it's just like a regular conversation and that's how your books are it's like a regular conversation but people just be saying the craziest stuff and you just be cracking up laughing yeah most of my dialogue i try to mimic real life i mean most of my friendships my I mean especially uh, muster-based murder like I'm pretty sure I've had that the same conversations in that book with my family I just try to make it as relatable as possible I try muster-based murder was really kind of like a twist on my own family you know like how crazy <laughs> my family is like how we say things how we get together blast music eat food so it was um really an ode to my like country family so yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that was that was so good. So I have to read the rest of all the rest of your other ones and I have to read your new one. And like I said, we would talk about but you know, I do my own thing, whatever. So <laughs> you're like really doing like there are a couple other people, but like as far as on the indie scene, I don't really see anybody doing romantic suspense. Well, no, no, that's a lie. I know somebody else it is. Um, what's her name? I haven't read any of her books up, but I follow her on Twitter. I think her name is Wintertime. She oh, does a lot of romantic suspense. Yeah. But like you and her and maybe like it might be like four or five other people. You know, if you want to get in on romantic suspense with black characters, because a lot of people are not doing that and we can really use some of that. Because, and it's funny because you know how we are. We don't we don't play that's why your first book I was like she had to do it where they were snowed in because you know black people would be like I'm getting the hell up out of here yeah but you had nowhere to go yes so a lot of the circumstances I try to make like I I try not to have police in my books at all um I try not to have it because black people really don't mess with dead bodies we don't mess with crime we don't mess with none of that so if I wanted to have yes we're not calling the police. So I was like, how can I have these situations happen to people who look like me and it be realistic? You know what I mean? So I have to have some sort of like extenuating circumstance where, you know, people are blocked in or they can't call the police or they can't get out, that sort of thing. Right. That was like, because, you know, first thing they were like, oh, I'm getting the hell up out of here. Out of <laughs> I'm out of here. Don't, this don't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> Because I remember one time I was somewhere and uh, was arguing in the store and I was like, oh Lord, let me get the hell up out of here because I don't know what's about to happen. If somebody <laughs> went it was getting ready going, and I was like, man, they about to fight in there. She was like, oh, let me go to another store. Uh-uh, because as soon as the police come, the first person they getting is you, girl. Get up out of here. They getting up out of there. They don't want to no dealings with that. Like, I ain't seen nothing. No. But yeah, could have watched the whole thing went down. Like, no, I, I ain't seen nothing. Yeah, um, did you? No, I didn't. You know what? Actually, I had my back turned. You know, okay. I didn't see anything. They gonna be like, man, we have you on camera looking right at it. They like, oh no, I got bad eyes. Okay, you know, I, I really can't see. I don't have my glasses on, so I really couldn't see no faces. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So let's get back on the hold up my head goes fall out. Get back on this topic. So, um, do you know any? Can you think of any books you would recommend that have friendships that you really like in a platonic friendships? Platonic. It's hard because, like, normally when I think of 
platonic friendships, I really don't think of romance. I think more of women's fiction because yeah. I think that's more, they more explore those friendships more than, oh, another one I can think of. So I remember when I read this book and um, people were, because sometimes I'll read comments on Goodreads. I, I don't have an issue with Goodreads, but I'm just a regular person. I'm not a writer. But um, <laughs> this is called... I, um, Goodreads, I don't even go over right. <laughs> I know people is like, you know, they, they want to pull that thing out on them. You know, that's not me. <laughs> I like that, but I don't, I don't even mess with Goodreads. Goodreads is for readers, you know what I mean? And I have tried. Right. And so I, I let the readers do their thing over there. Yeah. So this book is called um, Flashed by Zoe Castell. And um, the heroine in the book, her friend was getting married. And like, this was like her best friend. And she didn't have like, her parents didn't live in the town she lived in. And it was just really her and her best friend. But like, she had a real hard time dealing with her friend getting married. And people were like, why is she so mad that her friend getting married? And I'm like, but like, when you get like at a certain age and you know, you realizing other people are moving this way in life and you're kind of still stagnant. It's not that you're jealous, but you're kind of like, you don't want things. Some people just don't like change. Yeah. And, you know, when things start changing, you just have a hard time dealing with it because you just really like everything the way it was. Yeah. And I think I felt like I thought everybody can relate to that because sometimes yeah. I remember when I was little and I had got upset because the teacher did something different than we usually do it. And I was getting ready. I was a crybaby when I was little though. But I was getting ready to cry. Cause I'm like, why is she doing it this different way? <laughs> she we didn't do it the way we always did. <laughs> hey, we never did it like this before. And I just was like so upset. But like, you know, some I'm people they it's it's hard to change. I mean, especially as you get older. I think one instance for me was coming out of college and seeing how people's like lives took off right after college or they got married or like a lot of my friends, once you reach a certain age after like 25 or whatever, you know, all the things that you used to party, go out with your friends, like now they have babies, now they get married and like the girls nights you used to have, now it's a baby here, <laughs> like, you know, now they got three dogs and they got a husband and you're like, what is going on? You know, like what, what happened to single nights where we get stupid drunk you know, and black out, but, you know, life just moves on in that way. And, you know, if you have a really strong friendship, then, you know, it can stand the test of time. But if not, a lot of things can fall apart when, you know, you reach a certain age. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't really, <laughs> I'm like all over the place, but like, I really don't, <laughs> oh, you know, I like a good friendship, like a supporting character. Um, another book I was thinking of was it's by oh. Nicole Falls, the one with, with the guy who wrote the greeting cards named Teddy. Oh, someone seeking someone else. Oh, That's I was about to say it was right on the tip of my tongue. And and I can't remember, but every time I go to the store and I walk through the oh card, cause like I do like little crafts and stuff, so like I have a whole bunch of stuff to make cards. And so, like, whenever I go in Target, because, like, the way to get to, like, the back of the store, like, the easy way is to walk through the greeting cards and, like, go straight back. So, like, every time I walk through there, I'm like, I need to start making some greeting cards to get my teddy on. <laughs> I was, 
always say that. I need to start doing my teddy. (laughs) But um, she had a really good friend system in that book. Because, like, when she was going through stuff, her friends were there for her. They, you know, they didn't push her. And they, like, you know, because the heroine, I believe, Teddy was, he was friends with her friend husband or something like that. They Somehow it was connected to her friend. And her friend was like, you know, you just got to let her be in her, you know, she needed this time to herself because she going through some stuff. And I really liked how her friends supported her in that book where they really were like there for her and, you know, let her have her mental time and all that. It was really good. But like I said, I like friends that really know you, know who you are as a character. Because another one I was thinking of is this book called A a Kwanzaa Brunch by D.L. White. And I can't remember the heroine's name, but that also had a book. The hero knew her friends. I think the hero and her friend's husband were friends. And when he told her, like, oh, I met this girl, he like, mm-mm. You don't <laughs> want that one. He like, <laughs> he like, she go through, she gonna chew you up and spit you out, and you gonna be sitting in your feelings like you don't want her. And oh, when she and went to her friend's house for dinner, they was like, she was like, yeah, that guy, he kind of cute. She like, they like, leave him alone. She like, what I do? She like, girl, you know how you be doing these men? Like, like you gonna break his heart? Yeah, you need- <laughs> and then he gonna be sitting around here moping. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because, like I said, friends, they gonna tell you how you really are. Yes, she you was like, friends to tell you the truth because sometimes you think you are who you think you are, and your friends are like, actually, <laughs> right, right. They're like, no, I'm a sweetheart. They're like, yeah, no, not you. You know mm-hmm. how you get. <laughs> but yeah, I think too that a lot of times. I see why books, you know, romance, it does need to focus on the romance. But like I said, I really do like when they have the friends in there. And it just feels like it gives you a more well-round picture of a a person. But my favorite is when people's best friends or their family members. I just love that. I don't know why. I think because, like, that's how my family is. Like, I don't even know if my father has any friends. Because all his (laughs) friends are his cousins. Like, I don't even know if he has any. He has, like, maybe one or two other friends. But pretty much all my father's friends are his cousins. And then, like, (laughs) that's just how we grew up. Like, our friends were, like, I wanted my son. I was so upset because I wanted my son and my nephew to be best friends. Because they're the same age. But my nephew lived kind of far. So he didn't know. It wasn't really far. But his mother ain't have no car and I didn't have a car so it was like hard to like get together at the same time but I really that was my whole thing I'm like oh they're gonna be best friends because I just love when cousins are best friends you know it's just like so cool because I'm real close to my cousin Mm -hmm. and um his son was like are you daddy's sister I said no his sister I was like why do you think that he like um then he thought I was like his father's He's like, oh, so you like uncle such and such. I said, that ain't your uncle. That's not your real uncle. I'm like, <laughs> you can never tell. You can never tell. People just show up in your family. You don't even know if they're real family or if they just somebody you've known a long time. People just be in your family. Because no. right. that same cousin, when my son was little, I said, who is, I said, who is Sean to us? I said, is he our family member or is he just somebody we know? 
And my son was like, you're just somebody we know. I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, that's your cousin. Like, he's like, oh, okay. I always have, always explain family. Like, I'm the person in my family that always explains these familiar relationships to kids. Because sometimes kids would be like, because I know when I got older, my father used to always hang out with who I thought was his uncle. I thought it was his uncle because he's old. And my father was like, no, that's my first cousin. I'm like, well, that was your uncle. Because he, how y'all first cousins? I thought you had to be the same. When I was little, I thought everybody was supposed to be the same age. Same age. So I'm like, how y'all first cousins? When he used to date my mother's mother. And I'm, I'm like, how he, that's your first cousin when he was dating my grandmother. He's like, we cousins. I'm like, wait a minute, because this don't make sense. But, you know, like, so I always do that to my sons. I'm like, that's that's a family friend. That's a cousin. That's an uncle, you know. But like you said, exactly. Black families, it's just all, because like I said, when um, Terry and her friends went up to school, she's like, which one of them was messing with my nephew? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just... Oh, something else I wanted to talk about. So, you're a librarian. You know, we love... Li- I love libraries here. I have... Let me tell you all the libraries I have a card to. Okay. So, I live in Baltimore County. Mm-hmm. So, I got a county card. I got a city card. I got a Howard County card. I need to get... Because, you know, here you can get a card anywhere. You just got to go there and get it. Yeah. I need to get a card for... um. Anne Arundel and Harford County, because I just really just use the the ebook stuff yeah. because everybody don't have the same thing. So I'm like, because Baltimore County doesn't have Hoopla, but the city oh. has Hoopla, and Howard County has Hoopla. I think um, Harford County has Hoopla because Baltimore heard. County has um they have um this thing okay. called Cloud thing. Library. Yeah, say that again. I said I recommend it. Get a card in every single county. Um, because every single county's library budget is different. Um, so the things that we have in, like you said, like they don't have hoopla in um, the county, but they have it in the city. You know, I recommend getting a car for every county, especially Howard County, because they got the money. So they did. <laughs> they did. Because <laughs> what I actually, the one I was going to go to, it was, well, I actually had two that are kind of close. And, um, but one was under construction and they built it up. And I was like, oh, that that looked real nice. You know, they got the money for all that. That looked real nice. <laughs> but yeah, they definitely do because they have everything. Mm-hmm. Even stuff I didn't think they would have. I was like, oh, they got that here? Yeah, man, they got oh, the money over there. So definitely get a, I say get a, count, a card in every county you can. Yeah. So how long have you been a librarian? Um, I've been working for the library since 2014. I got my master's in library science in 2019. Um, so I've been a, technically I've been a librarian for about, I guess 2021 is about two years now, but I've worked for the library for six years. Okay. And what is your favorite part of being a librarian? Other than the bureaucracy, because you know that's probably like the worst part of being a librarian. <laughs> the worst part of being a librarian? No, no. What's your best part? Because I know the worst part is probably all that 
that overhead stuff, you know, and stuff you can't do. So what's the best part of being it for you? Mm-hmm. Best part is definitely getting people the things that they need. The best part for me, when I was on the desk um, at like in the branch, um, I loved being the one to help people find the things they need. So people would come to the branch and they would have like an obscure book they were looking for. Like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, something. I can't even think of anything, but something like super specific. And I would help them find it. I just love connecting people with information and resources. Um, So that's the most, to me, the most satisfying part of being a librarian. Like a lady that I used to help all the time. I mean, oh my gosh, she came in the branch so much because she was working on her master's and she was not good at Microsoft Word at all. Like she could type and stuff like that, but formatting, bibliographies, like she was the worst at it. And so every time she would come over to the desk and be like, can you help me? And and we would help, I would help her, you know, anybody who was on the desk would help her, you know, obviously that's not like a part of our job description to be a Microsoft Word formatter. But it was just like, you know, somebody that needed help. And um, now she has her master's degree. Like every time I see her, she's like getting her PhD now. So like every time I see her, I'm like, hey, how's school doing? going? She's like, oh my God, I love it. Thank you so much. You know? So mm-hmm. it's like, those, like things where you get to help people all the time. Like I had another elderly lady who would call all the time and get the etymology of words. She would read like, I don't know, 18th century literature or whatever. And she will always call and be like, can you define this word for me? Like weird things like that um, really gave me a lot of satisfaction as a library. I think that's the best part to me. Yeah, I had, um, so now they're doing the curbside pickup mm-hmm. and the library closest to me I have, so how they do it is when you're near, you call them and then they'll come bring the books down. They'll either sit it on the table or sometimes they'll hand it right to you. But, um, so I had some books to pick up, but I had to take my son to work. So I was like, go pick up these books when I take you to work. So when my son went, to, when I called him and I said, you know, I'm out here waiting for these books and my son went to go pick them up. He said the library was like, Cameron, those books are for you. <laughs> And, and he was like, now nah, I know I'm coming here too much when they know me by name. <laughs> he said, I told him, no, those are from my mom and I'm picking them up for it. He said, when they know me by name, he said, I know I've been here too much. Way too much. I said, that is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she started to get familiar with the people that come into your branch all the time. You know, it starts to be like a little family, almost like. Um, I do miss that part of being like an in-branch librarian. Yeah, that's like, cause um, like I said, I live right near one, so I would always go and let me just go in here and see what they got today. And now <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, and I'm like the worst when it comes to looking stuff up online. I'm like, oh gosh, like I just want a book about something, but I don't know what words to put in here to find this book. So I'm just like, let me just write this one word, and then it'd be like five hundred. I'm like, okay, how do I narrow this down to less than 500? So, and I, the last two books I got, I wound up getting the same book twice because I didn't look. Because one was like a pocket size book, and the other one was the big book. So when I was, because like now I'm like super into plants, so I'm getting like every plant book from the library. So when I started reading the book, I'm like, this book sounds like this other book I just read. Then I looked at the front, I'm like, it's the same damn book. I said it's just two different styles. I was like, I can't believe I'm talking. But like, that's how I am when I'm in the store. If I see anything 
if especially if I'm unsure about whether or not I want to buy it, I'm like, let me see if the library got this real quick. So I look it up on my phone. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to get from the library. Then if I like it, I'll buy it. But I'm like, let me look this up real quick. I'm like, the library need to stop giving me that little receipt to say how much I save. Because then I ain't never going to buy another book. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I could spend it. Sixty some dollars or something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I love the library. Like that's like my spot. Like especially now, and even sometimes I'll go and I'll be like, oh, this book was only such and such dollars. I'm like, I might just go ahead and buy it. But yeah, I have all the. I need to get every next time I go. Every time I go anywhere, I'm like, let me see where the library is. Because one day I was like, let me just drive out Howard County and get this library card. And then I got it, and it was like, oh, they have all these books. And then, like, I was using Hoopla to download. Like, it was, like, the end of the month, and I was like, I got all these borrows left. I'm like, I'm just going to download music. And I was just, I was like, oh, let me get that. I'm like, they got that Tony Braxton. Let me get that. Yeah. I'm like, let me listen to this. Let me get this, this Kim. I'm like, oh, they got that. I'm like, Howard County got that new dolls. <laughs> they got the money they got the content whatever you need <laughs> yeah i was like hey let me get all these but i see like um what i've noticed is like they like their primary two now is like they have the overdrive oh and let me say this i do not like libby because it's just i don't like searching on libby so mm-hmm. i'll just go to like like the website and search on there because every time I search on Libby, they're like, We don't have this. I'm like, I know y'all got it. I read it on here. I don't even use Libby. I think I'm probably the only person, probably at my job, that prefers the Overdrive app to the Libby app. I would I, much I, rather use the Overdrive app than Libby. I don't know. It's something about that girl that I just I just don't like it. I just don't like it. And Libby be blowing my phone up, talk about you ain't got to tell me when the book is about to be expired. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Every time I'm in the store, they'd be like, bip, bip, and I'm like, who is this? I'm like, and it's not them Libby. <laughs> Look, I got two notifications. I got two notifications on my phone right now from Libby. She is blowing my phone up. Girl. Blowing it up. <laughs> I'm like, and they're like, they'll always be like, um, well, the one thing I do like is like, they're like, are you ready to borrow this or do you want to extend your hold? I'm like, Put that thing on 30 days because I'm not ready to read that right now. Suspended holds. I said that was one of the best things they done, suspended holds. Yeah. Because I'm like, I still want to read it, but I'm not ready to read it right now. (laughs) Keep me on the hold. Cause cause before it was like if you if you took it off, they put you all the way back at the list. I'm like, no, just just a little, I need a little more time. They like seven days, yeah, seven days good. Like, okay. Yeah. Or they would take you off completely. If you missed your hold, that was it. Like, girl, put me back in the queue. Right, right. <laughs> I read one time I forgot because I just, I wasn't ready to read it. No, I had too many things borrowed on uh-huh. one of my things, on one of my other ones. And so I had missed the hold because I thought it said like the eighth, but it really was like the third. And I was like, God damn. And then, they, and then when I got back on the whole list, they like, Three months. I'm like, oh lord, three months. See, that's when you pull out your Howard County card. Exactly, that's exactly what I do when I, because I was, I've read, because the Secret Lives of Church Ladies was on hold at Overdrive. It was like that hold was so long. I was like, let me see what's going on with Hoopla, Howard County. I was like, y'all came in through in a clutch. I'm like, I'm getting it right here. (laughs) Yeah, but. 
Yeah, we I love libraries. Yeah. We talked about a lot of stuff today, but um, I th- when I I want to talk about romantic suspense one day, so I definitely want to have you back on when I talk about romantic suspense sure, because, I like, that it needs to be where, you know, everybody talk about black people want to write roles. No, we don't give a damn about no role people. We want <laughs> <laughs> we we want to write. We want to read romantic suspense. We want to read black clo- cozy mysteries. We want, you know, that's what we want. We want to get into these other romance genres. That's not necessarily because even if we if we write roles, we write about rural people in Africa mm-hmm. or or made up or made up Africa country. We don't want. We ain't writing about you know. So you know we gotta get into this romantic suspense, especially because indie authors are killing it. Everything that in that um traditional publishing is not doing, indie is doing, and libraries. Oh my gosh, like my library, I've seen found so many indie books in the library. Like I don't know, like how do you guys like if you want like a print indie book, how do you guys get those? Because, like, I'm like, they got a print book in here. I'm like... It depends on each library is different, but um, my personal library has, like, a different account to spend money in. So, like, we'll have an Amazon account, and we'll have, like, to buy... We purposely got an Amazon account to buy um, urban fiction books or indie books, those sorts of things, because a lot of people don't... are self-published. They, you know, distribute only through Amazon and not through, like, the bigger distributors like Ingram or Baker and Taylor, a lot of people just upload their book on Amazon and go about their day. I'm one of those people. So um, I think it was best to, as libraries, especially when people were requesting them, like we would get requests all the time for CCJ or Love Velvet, and they weren't on Ingram or anything like that. So it was Mm -hmm. sort of like you had to, you know, pivot and be like, this is what our the people in our county want and we need to fill these requests yes i love that i love finding indie books in the library so like that's like one of the because like where i worked i used to park the garage was um that i parked in was near the library so i would always go through the library just like to get to the garage because i was like let me see what they have in here mm-hmm. so i just walk through and go to the new releases and i'm like oh they got this person they got this person I'm like, let me tell them I saw their book in the library. And it'd be like, I'm like, yeah, I saw your book in the library. Because, um, like, I know here, like, a lot of times, like, <clears throat> like in the more um, black populated areas, that library is going to have more black books. And so I was at um, one of the, li- me and my father were, we were doing some, because um, Baltimore County has, like, where you can do, like, a, like the Ancestry.com, you have to go okay. into the library and do it. Mm-hmm. And we were in there doing that because he don't know how to work a library to save his life. <laughs> and so I was like, let me just go up there with you, sir. <laughs> but um, And we were in there and I was like, oh my gosh, they have, um, you know, some of the authors who write under um, Be Love, some of the people who write under her stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, they have this author's book in here and they got like all her books. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Let me tell this author I saw their books in the library. But yeah, yeah. that is so, I really love it because like you get it out to more people in because yeah. everybody's not on doesn't know how to do ebooks. Some people just don't. Like 
my yeah. son, he has a Kindle, but I don't think he's ever used his Kindle to read a book. He uses it like a tablet. Okay. And he just goes yeah. gets physical books from the library. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why he just is like it's all about word of mouth, you know. Right, the more the right. knows about the titles that people want, the more they'll buy them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we love libraries. I love libraries and I just have to get get me some more and sometimes I'm like, I don't even know why I have all these I'm like like collecting infinity stones or something, like, oh man, I got ten borrows here. I need to do these borrows. Even though I know I'm probably not going to listen to this. I'm like, let me just let my holds go over to the next month if I know I'm not going to listen to it. But once I had, I had an Audible subscription and I would never, like, I would buy the book because I had to because, like, I needed to use that credit and couldn't carry it over. But I'm like, between that and then these libraries, I'm like, I don't have enough time to read all the stuff I got. I said, let me just cancel that Audible. Just yeah. listen to my stuff from the library. Mm-hmm. That's my thing now. I'll I'll get it from the library, and if I really like it, I'll buy it. Yeah. And so I'll have it to read again. But sometimes another thing I'll do, if I have the book, like I had this book, and I could not find it. So I was like, let me just get the ebook because I ain't got time to be looking for this book on all these <laughs> shelves. I was like, I'm just going to get the ebook because I can't find it on this shelf. And come to find out, it was like right in my face, but like I think the words like the names of the different books had blurred together because I didn't see it. Because I yeah. just looked and I was like, there go that book right there. I said, how did I not see that when it was right in my face? I was like, oh, wow. You got both <laughs> <pages> now. Yep. <laughs> or like, or like sometimes I'll buy the print book and then I'll get the audio book from the library. And then if I like it, I'll buy it. But yeah. 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 I, I love the library. It's, it's so great. Yeah, me too. But uh, yeah, but um, it was great talking to you, and you know, like you're, I really enjoy your books. Like, oh, thank I you. need to see more people talking about Nicole Reese. If not, <laughs> got a problem. And you know, I keep that thing on me. So. You heard, heard it. <laughs> don't play with the girl. Right. Don't be playing with. Don't be sleeping on my girl. Like she just had a book come out. And y'all can get it. February, it came out February 23rd. Key to your heart. Romantic right. suspense. Get into it. And right. if you don't like long, longer books, get into these these novellas, these these mustard-based murders and all the she got all the holidays covered. She got you covered from January to December. Yeah. She got you all covered for all the holidays. <laughs> the friend and um um, Chocolate Cover Murder, Jamie, is actually the main character in Key to Your Heart. So, if anybody... Oh, a, that's amazing! Yeah, this is her backstory. This is the reason why she was too sick to go to... Uh, oh! And yeah, so, because she had to give her thing up. Oh, my gosh. Now, now I'm about to... As soon as we get off, I'm about to be in my books. Like, let me get to this, because... Because especially because the little bit of the little bit of what I got from her character in that book, I'm like, oh my gosh, how's she gonna be in her own book? Like, let me get into this. See, <laughs> since we get off, I got to get into that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just like I said, I I enjoy your books, and I just I want to see many more, and you know, just the best of luck to you in your writing because it's just really good. And like I said, I need to see more people talk about her at once. I'm going to bring it up every time I can. 
Ah, Have you read the latest? Keep bringing it up. Keep bringing it up. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rom Book Pod, Inclusively Your. If you like weekly recs for inclusive romance, please take a moment to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Rom Book Pod. That's R-O-M-B-K-P-O-D. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, happy reading.